Hey guys, welcome back to Daily Games with Pastor Jared and Pastor Joseph. It Woo-hoo. is the afternoon of today, and this is a good day because we're going to jump into the Word of God. Um, up front here, I will tell you, if you're struggling with adultery, stick around because <laughs> the father in Proverbs knows that adultery is something that needs to be dealt with over and over and over again. So we're going to hit it again today and tomorrow and the day after. You ready to go, brother? Let's do it. Proverbs 7, 1 through 9. My son, keep my words and treasure up my commandments with you. My son, keep my words and treasure up my commandments within you. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my teachings as the apple of your eye. And keep my teachings as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Bind them on your fingers and write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call insight your intimate friend. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call insight your intimate friend. To keep you from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words. To keep you from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words. For at the window of my house, I have looked out through my lattice. For at the window of my house, I looked out from the lattice. And I have seen among the simple, I have perceived among the youth. And I have looked among the simple, and I have perceived among the youth. A young man lacking sense. There was a young man who was lacking sense. Passing along the street near her corner, taking the road to her house. He was passing along the streets by her corner. He was walking the streets towards her house. In the twilight in the evening, at the time of night and darkness. In the twilight in the evening, the time of darkness at night. May God add a blessing to the reading. May God bless us with wisdom to live out his word. Amen. Amen. So back to uh, back to my point here. <laughs> Man, dad is really hitting his son with this. He is, but this is, to me, this is understandable when first you know your child, and then second, you recognize how an adulterous heart can be um, easily captured. And so I believe... Say, so I, I, I want you to pause right there because what you said, I think answers a couple of questions. Hopefully, if there's a woman listening to this, she's, she's jumping up and down saying, hey, hey, this is really uncool and unfair because what you said is the father understands how easy it is for an adulterous heart to be captured. Correct. The adulterer here, the potential for this is in the heart of the son who's being spoken to. Right. And this could be for a young lady just as much. This isn't, um, at least our focus isn't on being so gender specific that you miss the moment. This father is trying to pass on wisdom and make it clear that you need to focus on making sure that you have wisdom more than you have this forbidden fruit. And it's interesting, uh, as we talk about this and we look back at the Garden of Eden, we see Eve being tempted by the snake with this fruit that is forbidden. And the one who holds wisdom is not the one who she goes to. She views herself as someone who can discern what is right and wrong, and then consumes. And Adam follows suit, not even trying to judge it, but following his bride. This is um, 
something, the original sin. This is something that we still see today when it comes to the heart of men and women. Yes. Um, this desire to be in charge, but then also um, to view the horizontal relationship as more important than the vertical, the one with God. Right. Right. There's, so I, I agree. This is not gender specific. I think this is hearer specific. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that there, the father is speaking to an individual or perhaps to multiple individuals, but the person he's not speaking to is the woman of smooth speech. Correct. He's not talking to her. He's not even naming her. Or concerned, honestly. And I don't, I don't necessarily think he's even describing her. Mm-hmm. I think what he is doing is describing the experience that his son is going to face or that he, that he wants his son to be able to avoid knowing that this experience will have a very uh, strong draw on his son's affections. It will be a real, the experience that he's going to describe in the next parts of the chapter here are what he knows his son's going to experience. It's not necessarily that this is what the woman is doing or even what her intent is. Well, he's describing his son. This is what you're going to experience. In the same way, as you said, Satan comes, the serpent comes and talks about God, talks about the tree. But it says about Eve, she saw the fruit. It was desirable to make her wise. Mm. And it was looked good. It looked good. It was desirable to make her wise. There was an experience that Eve had when the temptation came that made what was sinful look different than sinful, forbidden, and deathly. It made it acceptable. It made it not just acceptable, it made it desirable. And I think that's what, you know, there might be a woman out there who says, who reads this and, and says, why, why is the father, it really seems like the father is blaming the woman for the son's adultery. And what the reason I'm, I'm, tapping on this again and again is because I don't think he is. I think what he's saying is what you said. The adulterous, the adultery is bound up in the son's heart. Mm-hmm. And either he's going to conquer it or it's going to conquer him. And I wonder as I read this, as we were reading this, and he's describing, I looked out from my window, I'm looking mm-hmm. through the lattice, I'm looking through <laughs> the uh whatever we call the wooden slats in the window. Yeah, the lattice, yeah. Um, and he says, I looked down and he says, I perceived, which simply means I saw and I recognized (laughs) a young man. I see him down there. I see what he's doing. He's walking out. He's heading towards trouble. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if in the back of Solomon's mind, as he's talking to his son, he's thinking about the experience that led to his birth. Mm where his father is up on a rooftop looking down and sees a beautiful woman and starts directing his feet towards her. When he should have been in battle, when he should have been, you know, talking to God, when he should have been busy. And when we look at verse nine in the twilight and the evening at the time of night and darkness, this is when this person is passing by her corner, by her house. <clears throat> He's supposed to be busy doing other things. Yeah, that time to go to bed. 
In your exactly. own bed with your own <laughs> wife. There you go. See, and for me, that is the reminder today is that there is work for me to do, and this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> there is real work for me to do. And I should be about the good work. This is a warning, not something I have to do, a warning. And I pray that we'll all take heed of this warning today. Remove the pornography and start a new habit, a healthy habit of engaging with the better relationship of insight and wisdom by being in the word, by having accountability partners, by doing the things God has called you to do by obeying. There's much work to do and this individual is wasting it. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe he's wasting it. What certainly apparent here is the heart of the father is that he not waste the opportunity to gain from wisdom. The person who's already gone down that road, who has walked in foolishness, who has fallen into the trap, who has given their strength away and left their inheritance to another ch- another's children. I, I think that's another story for another time, but this one, I think the father is really saying, I, I understand what's there in front of you. And I want you to not end up here. So please, please listen to me before you face this. If you listen to me before you face this, there is an appropriate relationship for you to have. It's not explicit in this, but it certainly is implied that there's you and your wife, but there's also a secondary relationship between you and another female. That is your sister. Mm. The person where in this culture, you there's, there is a person that you can walk down the street holding her hand. You can be in public and hug or kiss her because it's appropriate for a brother to show that kind of affection to his sister, even in public, in a culture where it wasn't even appropriate for a husband and wife to do that in public. Here it is for a brother and a sister. And the father says, this is how you ought to take my words. This is how you ought to take the wisdom and bind it to you. Because if you do, it will protect you from this pitfall that you will be walking down the roads towards at some point. And I don't want to see you fall. My, um, my wife pointed out to me in the past year or so that our oldest child, my son, is more motivated by my love for him than by the rules that I've laid out and gone over with him. And as I've taken that to heart, and walked with him, instructing him, not because I want him to follow my rules, but so that he understands and feels and experiences, not just my love in the present, but my love looking out over the extent of his life. I think that's what the father's doing. I really don't think he's talking to women at all here. At least not to the, he's not talking to the adulterous woman. He's mm-hmm. not talking to her or about her at all. He's talking to the son and saying, you're going to face something very real. It's going to draw you. Be prepared ahead of time so that you don't fall into this trap. Mm. Proverbs 7, 1 through 9. My son, keep my words and treasure up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my teachings as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister and call insight your intimate friend. 
to keep you from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words. For at the window of my house, I have looked out through my lattice and I have seen among the simple. I have perceived among the youths, a young man lacking sense, passing along the street near her corner, taking the road to her house in the twilight, in the evening, at the time of night and darkness. <clears throat> Father, we ask that you would, that you would grant his wisdom. Yes, We ask, Father, that you would grant us the, the insight, the understanding of how best to do the work that you've called us to do and not to be attracted or pulled to those things that would like to be in your spot. We ask, Father, that you would make it so that our path is straight and our eyes are bright and we are light just as we reflect the truth of who you are to those we come in contact with. Let us not, Father, be idle with the time, for there is much harvest work to do, and there is much, much love to be shown to those around us, so that they might know the truth of who you are and how you have given them a new name and purpose through your Son, the Christ. We ask, Father, that we will learn and that we will live out the wisdom imparted to us today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for coming by. We'll see you in the morning, and we'll see you back here tomorrow afternoon for another uh, chunk out of Proverbs 7. Go with God.